Welcome to Navigating the Modern World, a place to gain skills or new ways of thinking, coping, or approaching the areas of life that you may feel stuck, stagnant, fearful, or challenged. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of Navigating the Modern World. My name is Kimberly Johnson. I am your host. I am a mindset shifter, a peace warrior, and a sex advocate. I do life coaching and sex coaching in the Denver, Colorado area. If you're interested in learning more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. So today, I'm talking about doing the hard work. And it's so interesting because I used to have an aversion to the word hard. Like the word hard, I think, has a connotation of struggle. And I, for the longest time, felt deeply that struggle was not necessary. And I still kind of hold true to that. Yet, as I continue learning learning about myself and learning about my spiritual path and learning about just really, really doing the things for my life that best benefit me and also give me the clearest channel to spirit, something really interesting has been coming up. So I had a dear friend visit, I guess it's probably been three or four weeks ago, whoa, and um, she gifted me two books. And the books were Juniper and Wise Child. And they're by a woman named Monica Furlong. And they're actually young adult books, but they are profound. I read them both within like a six-day period. Um, And I wanted to just share something that came up. Like I want to read a few quotes from the book called Wise Child. And... I want to start with this quote. Pain and sickness don't go away because you don't like to listen. Pain and sickness don't go away because you don't like to listen. Another quote. So she's talking about people being sick and making people better. So in the book, she is an herbalist of sorts. And um, so she says this. So the, And she's training a little girl in her craft. So the little girl says, don't they want to feel well? And the woman replied, not always. Sometimes life is too difficult to be lived. So it's better to be sick for a bit. So the little girl asks, so what happens then? She replied, you have to tease out the pain in their minds. That is like teasing burrs out of wool. Mm. And then there's one more quote that I'm going to quote from this book. And it says, what is difficult about learning, any kind of learning, is that you have to give up what you know already to make room for new ideas. That's just so good. You have to give up what you know already to make room for new ideas. So 
why I'm talking about this topic is for a bunch of reasons, but specifically what I'm kind of going through right now in both my health and my business. So with my health, I have had candida for about seven years. And probably about six, five or six years ago, it actually got so bad that it broke out into rash. And actually, now that I think about it, I probably have had it for 10 years because before then it didn't have outer signs. But if I were to like think back, I like when my emotional eating was kind of at its like peak, um, it probably was a decade ago. And so what I'm realizing with my health, so I'm on this candida cleanse and it's hard and it's hard for a lot of reasons, um, which I'll get to in a second. But it's interesting, whenever I begin to think about like why I was emotionally eating, what was the cause of me getting candida? So when I was married, I would binge eat on cookie dough. I, I can't even tell you how many times. Like it was, it was kind of an epidemic. It was really, really bad. Um, and my diet and my marriage was okay, but it wasn't amazing. Um, and so I didn't have a great diet and I literally was binging on cookie dough. And what happened is my flora in my gut obviously got off balance because I was just eating literally raw cookie dough all the time. And at the time, I didn't realize why I was doing that pattern. And it's like, it's kind of like an onion. Like I keep peeling back the layers of my, I would say, quote unquote, food addiction. Um, but now it's interesting because I haven't been emotionally eating for quite some time now, yet I still have the effects of that time in my life when I was binge eating so much. And what I've realized as I continue to pull back layers is that I wasn't fully self-expressed. So there was a part of myself that I was hiding. And it's interesting that I have this podcast now and it's interesting that I do the work that I do in the world because a huge part of what I was hiding was my spirituality. And my ex-husband is a great human, yet he is not a spiritual human. And well, I think he is. If I, you know, looking back now, I think that he is in his own way. Um, but at the time, I did not think he was. And we would get into these conversations about God or spirit, and they would end kind of the same with both of us just feeling very frustrated. And I would, I would literally, I felt like I was like pushing down all of my spiritual like desires and all of my even my knowing like and when I say knowing I hope that you understand what I'm saying but it's like I have these what I would call spiritual gifts and I think that everyone has them maybe we have different ones um, yet I have these things that I know about myself that I did not at all give any energy to in that relationship and now that I've been single and now that I am way more expressed in my spiritual path, I, one, don't find the need as much to emotionally eat. I still have moments when I notice myself wanting to just kind of like numb down um, some like maybe uncomfortable feelings. 
but I feel like more alive in that sense in my life. And so partially with that gone, with me not reaching out to kind of comfort myself through emotional eating, it feels very frustrating that I still am dealing with the effects of what I did so many years ago. And so here and now, being a more expressed person, but still trying to in some way deal with the consequence of my decisions earlier in life, I find myself getting very, very frustrated. And I'm frustrated because I actually feel kind of ill. So I don't know if you've ever, if anybody's ever done a candida cleanse, but you kind of, you get a little bit ill. So you feel like it's called candida die off. And the candida dies at high rates. And then it, 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 then it literally like releases toxins into the body. And so you begin feeling sick. And you can taper down your treatment so that you don't have as intense feelings, um, which I am working on doing. Yet I've been feeling very sick. And it feels very frustrating because one, I eat pretty healthy now. And sure, I have my days where... I eat like a pastry or something, but more than likely my my diet is really healthy. And so it feels frustrating to have to even cut out fruits and have to cut out these things that like I believe I have a healthy relationship to now, but I'm having to cut them out so that I can get rid of this thing that I created years and years and years ago. And what's also frustrating is it feels like, it's almost like, um, it's almost like a deserving, which I'm, I'm dissecting slowly, but I'm like, I deserve to eat this food and I deserve this and that. And it's just really interesting what is coming up around this cleanse. And it's even, so I'm going to stop there with the cleanse so you understand what's going on there. And then with my business, um, it's feeling a little bit tougher recently. I'm feeling like I'm having to push a little bit more. I'm feeling like I'm having to sell a little bit more. I'm just feeling like it doesn't feel as in flow. And so what's happening with the thing of my business, like kind of the, um, I would say the, the little bump in the road in my business and then doing this cleanse, I literally have just been wanting to run away at life. I've been like wanting to run away. I had an opportunity to go to Mexico and I was like looking up tickets. I was like, how soon can I leave? Um, I've been like thinking about future, future, future plans, like when I'm going to do this and how I'm going to get out of the city. And, you know, it's just like list after list after list of me trying to get away from how uncomfortable I feel. Like, truly how uncomfortable I feel. And this quote in this book, so I'm just going to read it slightly different this time, but the little girl asked, do they want to feel well? Don't they want to feel well? And she replies, not always. Sometimes life is too difficult to be lived. So it's better to be sick for a bit. And then the little girl says, so what happens then? And she says, you have to tease out the pain in their minds. That is like teasing burrs out of wool. So I'm reading this book and I'm just so realizing that so much of the hardship. So if I were to get into reality about my business and like what's actually going on, the reality is, is that somebody 
inquires if they want to work with me. I respond to them. We have this like interaction. I offer them a free session. They don't take it. They don't sign up, right? They don't take the free session and they like, I just don't hear from them again. And, and like, that's the reality. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't even mean that it's hard. It's like, what it means is that I sent four emails. Okay. You know, so same with this, same with this cleanse. It's like if I look at reality, what's happening is I'm eating certain foods, I'm taking certain herbs, and I'm doing a certain topical treatment on my skin. So that's the reality. But what I make it mean is that, you know, like I'm not going to be successful. I'm going to fail because it's so hard because I feel sick. I don't want to do this. Um, Like I've changed my ways so I don't need to suffer for something I did in the past. It's like, The sickness is in my mind. And our minds make things feel very hard. Because when we look into reality, hard doesn't really exist in reality except for as like a texture or like a feeling. So you can touch something and it can be hard. Like you could touch a rock and the rock would be hard. But the idea of something being hard, doing something as the experience of it being hard, actually doesn't exist except for in the mind. Because what I'm doing is just what I'm doing, right? Like I'm just taking herbs, I'm eating vegetables and clean meat. Like in actuality, like I'm eating a really great diet and I'm taking herbs that are great for me. And the other thing is, is like, the other reality is, is that I'm going from not, from being sick to not being sick. And this is like the process of that. Like I'm getting rid of something that actually makes me way more sick than the symptoms that I'm experiencing in this moment. And so those are the realities. But in my mind, my mind has all of these thoughts arise about how it's hard and how I don't want to do it. And like the other day, it was kind of funny. I'm like yelling at my boyfriend. I'm like yelling at him. I'm like, I just want raisins. I just want to eat some raisins. And he's just staring at me laughing because it's so ridiculous. And it's like, it's like this dramatic, like my mind says like, you should be able to eat raisins. Raisins are healthy. Like, why can't you eat raisin? And it's just like my mind goes down this deep, dark rabbit hole and everything feels like resistance and everything feels hard. And it's the same thing in my business. Like I don't, I want to not respond to things. I want to, you know, kind of hide out. I want to just take really good care of the clients that I have and stop trying to get new clients. Like it's like all this stuff in my mind that creates the experience of hardship. And the truth is, is that there's really nothing to do about it. Because the mind wants to keep you in homeostasis. The mind wants to keep you safe. So homeostasis is like your current, like, center, right? So it's like what you're currently doing all the time. Like it's wants to keep you in what you know. It's trying to keep you just like at this like steady, you know, steady same pace 
But if you think about it, like, okay, so let's pretend you're at the hospital and you see somebody's heart monitor. When you see a line that's straight, that's homeostasis, that's just like, you know, then the person is dead. And that's what our minds try to keep us at. They try to keep us at this like not being alive, not taking risks, playing everything really safe. And then it tells us that everything is hard, so we should quit. And the truth is, is that the quitting is way more painful than going through the hardship of the mind. But we don't know that, so we quit on things. We give up on ourselves. We give up on the things that matter to us because we think that our experience of the hardship, the, the hardship that's going on in the mind, the constant like evaluating what you're doing and thinking about how hard it is, like that cycle in the brain, we actually believe is harder and less painful or more painful, sorry, more painful. We believe it's more painful, so harder and more painful than actually going through what we need to go through to actually move through something and get to the other side. And, you know, I am like rejoicing for the other side of this candida cleanse. I have seven more weeks. And so I finish actually the day before Christmas Eve, which is perfect timing. Um, And on the other side... I feel like I can already see it. It's just harder to see because of how I feel. But on the other side, I'm rejoicing in full, vibrant health. Like full, vibrant health. Like I'm done having headaches all the time. Like I'm done feeling tired all the time. Like I'm done having itchy skin all the time. That's what's on the other side. And to get to the other side, I actually have to go through it. But this quote from the book really describes this for me. So what is difficult about learning, any kind of learning, is that you have to give up what you know already to make room for new ideas. So it's been a long time since I haven't had headaches. It's been a long time, like let's say a decade, 10 years, since I haven't had itchy skin. It's been a long time since I haven't felt a little hint of being tired. And so it's new, right? Like 10 years, that's a new idea. Like for me to not be tired and me to have vibrant health, it's almost like I don't believe it. And it's because it's new. And this book says what's difficult about learning, any kind of learning, is that you have to give up what you know already to make room for the new ideas. So I have to give up what I know already. And what I know already is like, what I've already done for all of these years, which is like eat a pretty good diet, you know, like since post binge eating, eat a pretty good diet. Sometimes, you know, like sometimes I'll eat a pastry. Sometimes I'll put sh- like sugar in my coffee, right? All these things kind of keeping my body in homeostasis where the the yeast, the candida yeast in my gut can like feed on these, sh- these small amounts of sugar forever and continue making me feel like you know, 70% okay, and this 30% of kind of a nagging headache and an itchy skin, right? And it's just homeostasis. But I have 
to give up what I already know. So I have to actually fully go through and let go of everything I've been doing because it doesn't, it hasn't been working, right? Or I wouldn't have candida to actually get to the other side. And it's very uncomfortable. But it's just uncomfortable in the mind. Well, and it is, I will say, it is a little bit uncomfortable in my body. But even that, like even the the physical sensations that I'm feeling, which is like a little bit of nausea, um, headache, you know, body aches, kind of like flu symptoms, I can begin to be with those symptoms without making them mean anything. Like I don't have to make them mean like, oh my God, I feel like death, right? That's a very different experience than yeah, you know, I'm kind of having some aching in my knees and I'm having a little bit of nausea. Very different than like me going down the rabbit, like the rabbit hole of like, I feel like death. What am I doing? Like, can you see the difference? And so I just wanted to offer this to you because I'm learning that sometimes we must go through the quote unquote hard, the the mental sickness and to really understand that it's of the mind. Because what we do in each moment is just what we do. It doesn't have meaning until we give it meaning. So nothing is innately hard unless you're touching a rock or you're touching something else that is hard. But nothing is innately hard in, in the experience of it until we make it hard in our experience. And it's by buying in to our brains, to our thoughts. And the thoughts will continue and the thoughts will go on until the day we die because that's what the brain does. The brain produces meaning so that you stay in homeostasis and you stay safe. That is the brain's job. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what the brain is meant for. It's meant to keep us safe and sound. And our thoughts aren't real. And 99% of the time, our thoughts aren't actually best for us. Our thoughts aren't actually best for us. Think about all the times you cut yourself down or all the times you stop doing something that you're passionate about because you have fear come up. Or think about all the thoughts that you have that don't actually serve you, that make life feel quote unquote hard. And I get it. It's the brain's job. Like it wants to keep you dead. It wants to keep you not fully living. And I get it. And there's nothing wrong with it. The only thing that's that like is the only thing that is about it is that you're not fully alive. And right now, yes, I might feel symptoms in my body that make me like have the thoughts of I feel sick. And I'm trusting that going through this is going to build something within me. And that actually on the other side where vitality lives, that the benefits will be so worth what I've gone through. And this is how things that actually matter in life are. That sometimes we have to go through something, like walk through something to get to something that's really, really powerful and amazing. And I feel that in my business too. You know, I've been studying for years now. And as I get deeper and deeper into my spiritual path, I realize 
that to look at ourselves in a true nature, to really look at ourselves and to cultivate ourselves to be human beings walking the planet that are loving and compassionate and giving, that it actually takes something. Because we want to be giving only to certain people or we want to, we want to be compassionate only with certain people or we want to be compassionate and loving when it's easy. But to actually begin breaking those things apart where you can walk in that every single moment and fully be the expression of love and compassion and kindness in the world takes something. And it's uncomfortable just like this cleanse and just like me like getting clients for my business. It takes something and it's a little bit uncomfortable. But what's on the other side is pure aliveness, pure self-expression, pure joy, pure feeling and being alive. So I just want to offer to you in places where you feel like life might be hard for you just to look at it and look at what's really happening and give yourself permission to be with your thoughts without believing them. Just being with them like, oh, this is interesting. I'm thinking this is hard. Or, oh, this is interesting. I'm thinking that like I feel like death. Or, oh, this is interesting. Like I'm having the thought that I want to give up because it feels challenging. And just being curious and creating space for curiosity and space and expansiveness for you to just be with what is. Just because we have a thought doesn't mean we need to believe it. You know, a lot of my thoughts are, you're not good enough. You're a bad person. What are you doing? You don't know what you're doing. If I believed all of those, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't be doing anything I'm doing in the world. I wouldn't feel alive at all. So I want to offer you to look at this and for you to just sit with it and tell the truth and for you to I want to give you like the opportunity to maybe have a little bit of courage to feel the fear, to feel the experience or to hear the thoughts and to keep going, to keep going in the face of whatever is coming up. If what you're doing feels valuable to you, if what you're doing feels like it matters to your heart, if what you're dealing, doing feels in alignment with your purpose here, then keep going. And I know it's going to feel uncomfortable and I'm so sorry. And I know I'm, I'm there with you and I'm going to take one foot. I'm going to take one step in front of the other, continue going every single day and sharing my journey as honestly as possible. And if you feel like sharing your journey with me, please, please, please do. You can write me at KimberlyCoaching.com. You can go to my contact sheet and write me there. Um, also, if this podcast spoke to you, please get on your computer and go over to the iTunes on your computer and write a review and a rating for this podcast. I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much for everything you're doing in the world. And thank you for your courage to listen and to look and explore your life. Until next time.